Hey guys, it's Danielle and welcome back to the 40 something and interning podcast. This week we are rounding out the end of um, Black History Month and I was able to find this amazing woman to finish out the month so I didn't have to do talking (laughs) myself. She has been really a godsend because I wasn't sure how this last episode for the month was going to go. But I want to go ahead and introduce you quickly because she has quite a past and I'm sure quite a future in dietetics. Her name is Angelia Dickinson. Hi, Angelia. Hi, Danielle. How are you? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So happy to have received your email on Valentine's Day. So I had to move quick, but I was so happy um, to see my inbox on that day. So can you go ahead and introduce yourself to our Yes, so my name is Angelia Dickinson. I am 31 years old. I reside in Mobile, Alabama, born and raised. I work full-time as a substance abuse counselor at a methadone clinic. And um, part-time, I work as a contracting behavioral coach. I love spending time with family and friends. I love traveling. Um, I'm a foodie as well. So I love trying different um, plant-based recipes. I love to make different desserts. Um, I also like to um, plant things like microgreens and also sprouts. I have a small little, um, I call it like a little micro form here in my apartment. (laughs) I also like to dipple dibble and dabble in herbs as well. I like to make two like my own um, herbal concoctions and things like that. Um, what else do I like to do? I love to read. So I'm kind of a like a book nerd. I love to read different books. Um, I'm so passionate um, about health and wellness. So I love to read different books on um, health and wellness and just evidence-based nutrition. I love to watch different health documentaries. So that's pretty much what I spend a lot of my time doing um, as well. Um, I like to listen to music. I like to work out. So this pretty much sums it up. I just want everybody to know just how like normal you are because I want you to talk about what your background is and you know what your career journey looks like because you do all of these amazing nutrition and dietetics like just as a part of your life anyway, plant-based and health and wellness and all of those great things. But I want everybody to hear like where you started and how you got to this point. To me, like everything that you do just sounds like regular every day, but to know what you have in your arsenal is just wild to me. So can you talk about like, when you first became interested in nutrition, just in life? Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Daniel. So I would say, so back in 2017, I, um, 2017 was a, it was a difficult time for me, fall of 2017. And I went, I just went through a very difficult time in my life. And um, I did a lot of fasting, a lot of praying, and I was led to a plant-based diet. And so um, that completely changed my life. Like it was, I mean, it was, I can't even articulate in words how just how amazing it was. It, it was life changing. Um, actually, to be exact, October 8th 
is when I mm. went to Turkey, October 8, 2017. And um, I started then to just do different, you know, just do research on different people. And I came across Dr. Sabi and I did a little alkaline thing for a while. Then I started doing more research. So then I started, um, I came across the Hippocrates program, Hippocrates Health Institute. You'll mm-hmm. hear them say, let that food be that medicine, let that medicine be that food. So I came across them. So um, I said, you know, I want to sign up for this course. So um, I signed up for their online course. And then I got into sprouting, which they teach you how to do sprouting. And they teach you about, I mean, just all of that. They talked about, too, about like different herbs and things like that. And they also talked about a living food diet. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I kind of got more into it. And then I started spending like so much money on <laughs> on all of these herbs and classes. I mean, literally thousands of dollars. So then that following um, that November of 2018, I went to Israel. And so mm-hmm. I was so amazed because I went um on a group trip with a lot of different other women. It was like 20 of us total. And they had the cleanest food. I mean, even some of the girls that were there, they were like, I mean, this chicken just tastes too clean. I mean, this is not what we're used to. It just tastes too healthy, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So they were just like, wait a minute. So, I mean, they had all these plant-based options. I was like, oh my God, this is like, wow. So just the culture, all the things that they had, it was just like amazing. Mm -hmm. And so I when I was there, I was like, can you take me to like a herbalist? I want to like meet with the herbalist. Can you like take me to an herbalist? So I met this amazing herbalist over there and we did like a video together and I brought like all these herbs home. And then I went to, we went to like the Dead Sea and I'm getting all these mineral rocks. Like, oh my mm-hmm. God, I'm gonna take these back. This is so amazing. I'm, we're putting like mud all over us at the Dead Sea. And it was just amazing. I'm getting like all these things and Israel, it was just absolutely amazing. And so then 2019, I'm still doing research. I signed up for another program <laughs> at this school in California. Um, this man, he was a, he's a naturopathic doctor. So I signed up for this school and I did this holistic health practitioner program. It was like a nutrition program, a herbalism program, and aromatherapy program. So mm-hmm. I signed up for that and nice, really great information and then January of 2019 no February of 2019 I went to Thailand Phuket and I went to a raw vegan detox retreat and it was so amazing they had like some of the top chefs there in Thailand and I was in the kitchen with the chef and we were shooting videos and I was like oh can you you know show me how to make this how do you make this how you know I'm like the only one in the kitchen I'm asking all these questions and You know, we're doing like wheatgrass juices and um, (laughs) we're doing like all these raw vegan foods and the dehydrator. And I'm just asking all these questions because I'm so curious. And so that was an amazing experience, too. Again, it's like, oh, my God. So I'm becoming even more curious and like, wow, this is like mind blowing. Like, we don't why don't we have things like this that I've seen in the U.S., like things specifically like this. And so um that was absolutely amazing. So I finished up the um, program with uh, Hippocrates, and then I finished up the program with the school in California, the Natural Healing Institute. 
is what it's called. And then I just was so curious, like, okay, what else is it that I can do? So at the time I was working a lot. I was working as an independent insurance adjuster. So working different storms, like catastrophes, hurricanes, I mean, whatever. We worked a lot of hours, like sometimes 70 hours a week. And so we would work, um, you know, you may have three or four months off, but when you're working, you're working a lot. I mean, a lot. So matter of fact, she was one of the people on the Hippocrates Health Institute. She was on one of their, um, like one of the court, like one of the section of the course that she was one of the speakers. So that's how I learned out about her. And I found out that she was having a raw vegan business retreat in the UK. So I was like, oh my God, okay, a raw <laughs> vegan business retreat. So, but she had to pick you, like you had to interview. I'm like, you have to interview, I have to, in- you have to interview me to come to your retreat. So <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I, you know, I signed up for it, uh, did the application, everything. So she ended up, you know, reaching out. We scheduled a call and she said she wanted to make sure people were serious because this is something like that she does for a living. She does like business coaching and she does, I mean, she's phenomenal. She does a lot of different things and us as well she's very well known here and so then um i ended up doing it and went and it was absolutely amazing um it was six of us i was the only one from the states and there was some other ones like from australia and just different places and there was one lady from jamaica and she was black as well and her name is uh carrie and she has a plant-based restaurant in jamaica and so mm-hmm. we connected and it was just amazing. We went to some of the most amazing um, plant-based restaurants in the UK. We also got a chance to meet, if you know, um, his name is um, the Russell, the raw chef. Um, if you know him, if you know about raw food and you follow him, he's an amazing raw chef. And she sure. actually came to the house where we actually did, where we actually stayed, the Airbnb. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God, this is Russell, <laughs> the raw chef, because he's, like, very, you know, well-known. I have done some of his cooking courses, and he's you know, an amazing chef. And so I was like, wow. So, like I said, we, I mean, it was just such an amazing time. We did had, like, different meetings and just brainstorming on different ideas. It was just so amazing just to be around like-minded people who mm-hmm. we all came together for one cause, you know, whole food plant-based nutrition I mean it was absolutely amazing so that was a great experience then I went to Cuba for the second time that December one of my friends and I and I'm looking for different classes here here I am again looking on Airbnb like okay let's so let me so let me interrupt you for a second because you are quite the globe trotter (laughs) (laughs) oh my god like you have been (laughs) <laughs> everywhere and it's like every other adventure that you've been on is on another continent in another country on another island and and you just followed this but I know it's leading you to something so I just had to say that globe trotter go ahead continue yeah, thank you and thank you <laughs> so we both were like okay let's go to Cuba because this was my second time going but she had never been so I was like okay let's go to Cuba and we planned the trip so we were planning the activity so I'm looking here like hey you know let's look and see what you want to do so I'm like she's like okay I want to do this I'm like okay I want to do this so you know we came um together to see what she wanted to do and what I wanted to do so we found uh, a vegan club vegan cooking class <laughs> so we signed up for the cooking class and I'm like yeah I need to get those recipes from Cuba you know yes come on <laughs> so we did a cooking class and it was so amazing um it was like in a house and 
I mean, it was just amazing. And it was us and um, three, four other people that were there from the U.S. too. So that was absolutely amazing to be able to do that as well. Every time, anytime I go somewhere, I try to, I try to make sure that I am able to find something that involves nutrition, right? So I can mm-hmm. see, okay, it's plant-based. Let me see what is their culture. Because we know everyone's culture is going to be different, their background. So, so yes. let's just see what what they do and how they cook this, you know. And I love to have just those recipes too to take back. So it was an amazing, um, an amazing experience. Then January of 2020 i don't know if you've heard of um well again hippocrates health institute i went to a training so (laughs) they're associated (laughs) with aclm and basically i um did a training that they had it was in fort myers florida and it was about 30 of us there but i just wanted to be like i was just an auditor because i didn't want to pay for the training i just wanted to sit in Uh I basically did the training. It's an evidence-based training. Um, It was basically like medical doctors there, nurses, social workers. Um, It was a registered, one registered dietitian there. And these were people that were basically doing the training um, because they wanted to be able to offer this training as well to their patients. And so basically you got to sample the food and the training has been proven to help people you know even be able to reverse their diabetes and their heart disease help them lose weight and so um it was only like three of the it was 30 people and only three black people there and so I learned a lot at the training um I got like I said it was a two-day process and then after that I was about what two hours from um, West Palm Beach where Hippocrates is so I drove down there because I had never actually been to Hippocrates Health Institute I just took the class online so I went there and I wanted to be able to actually see how the facility looks so I had an opportunity to go and see how the facility looks and everything and they have these all these different equipment I mean they do like the IV hydration and I mean they do like the colonics I mean they just do all type of stuff there so I was able to see the actual facility of what they were doing. I was like, okay, this is pretty, this is okay, interesting. Okay. And so then, of course, uh, the pandemic happened. And so um, I was still doing, I had just, where well, I was off on a break from insurance and I went back to work and I was just working. I'm like, I'm just getting so I just burned out because I had been doing insurance for six years and it paid mm-hmm. really good money. I had already been doing um, research on the registered dietitian. I had even spoken with one of the chair, the chairs, her name is Dr. Veronica Oates. She's the chair at TSU, Tennessee State University. And we had actually spoken over the phone. She was really nice. And um, she was like, Angelia, I encourage you to do it. I think you should do it. Um, I had just ended up calling and inquiring about the program and I left my phone number and she ended up calling me back and we talked on Zoom for like five hours, like no lie. wow like five hours and it was like so divine and um it was like (laughs) wow and so she was like I I encourage you to do it so I was like okay let me get my plan together I was like okay I'm gonna adjust for one one to two more years let me let me figure it out and so I was still adjusting still doing different classes I then started a class with doctors Rick and Karen Dina I don't know if you've ever heard of them Danielle but they are chiropractors and they have a 
program called Mastering Raw Food Nutrition. And it is amazing. It's all evidence-based. Um, you get four books. It's a year-long program. Mm-hmm. And it's like a master's degree in like a year. I mean, it's so much information. It's like the basics of nutrition. And it's a lot of amazing information. Um, and I did that course. It was supposed to be a year. But again, because I was working so much, yeah. I didn't get to finish the I didn't get to finish it in a year. I was only able, I was, I had to pay for, I didn't get done until last year. So I had to pay for an additional six months in order to have a year. Cause I was working so much. I didn't have time to finish it. So that program set the stage. And I mean, I learned so much and I'm just telling doctors, Rick and Karen, like, wow, you know, I had talked about, was thinking about then going to school to become a naturopath. And then I said, well, you know, if I do go to school to be a naturopath, then I would be limited as far as licensure. So mm-hmm. then I said, but I will be able to do this. I'll be able to diagnose this is met. And so Karen, um, who her and Dr. Rick and uh, Dr. Rick and Karen did their husband and wife. And she was in school at Bay Steer University to be a naturopath years ago. But she changed her major because at that time there was only one state that recognized NDs and she knew they wanted to live in California and California was not one of those states. Okay. So she said it all came down to licensure. So she changed and did the chiropractor. She said, Angela, it just all goes down. So what you want to do, it goes, think about the licensure. And so I said, yeah. And I said, she said, do you really have to be an ND? And I said, you know, I really want to be the nutrition expert. She said, I think you should go to RD route. So I said, okay, that's what I'm gonna do. I went back and forth too, thinking, should I go to nursing school? I can be a nurse practitioner. I can, I can prevent so many people from getting put on medication for lifestyle, you know, chronic diseases because of my lifestyle. I'm like, no, I think I need to do the RD. So I settled it on the RD. Um, I then uh, had found out about American College of Lifestyle Medicine, which is an amazing organization. So if you guys are not following them, you have to follow American College of Lifestyle Medicine. Um, I found out about them when I was actually in doing the program with Hippocrates. There was someone giving a and the bottom of it said, sponsored by ACLM. I was like, what is ACLM? American College of Lifestyle Medicine. What is that? So I started researching. I was like, oh my God, there is an organization that teaches people. I mean, this is these are doctors and RDs and MPs and NDs and chiropractors and pharmacists and a whole group of <laughs> medical professionals that teach people about disease prevention and reversal had never heard of it. And they had been around since 2004. And okay. so I joined. I joined and then I found out that they had a board exam that you could take if you had a certain degree. And I said, oh, my God. So I started, I, you know, signed up. I sent an email and asked about it to see that I qualify to take it. And they said, yep, you qualify to take it because you have Ally Health. And I said, oh, 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 my God. OK. So I started studying. I bought the material. I started studying. No, 2020, I started studying. I had to think about it. So 2020, I took the exam. I keep forgetting we're in 2022. So 2000. <laughs> 2020 I took the exam that November and it was so hard and it was a board board exam and I was like oh my goodness I took the exam and I was like and I got the email about three weeks later that said I had passed I was like oh my goodness I passed and I was just crying like oh my god I passed my board certification and lifestyle medicine and I was like oh my god so um, I was like okay and so I'm the the first one in my city to take the exam like the mm-hmm. first one to take this exam, they don't even know what here, where I am, they don't even know what American College of Lifestyle Medicine is. Like they don't even know. So I was the first one to actually take the exam. So I was just like, this is, wow. 
So I took the exam and the information I learned was mind blowing. A lot of the information I learned in Dr. Rick and Karen's program, about 40% of it was in the board review manual for ACLM. So I was, I told Dr. Rick and Karen, I'm like, this information, a lot of the stuff that I'm seeing in this manual, I've already learned from your program. So I'm just like, okay, wow. Okay. So I knew then I said, okay, I have my board certification. I have a master's in psychology and counseling. I knew at that moment, I'm like, I got to get my RD for me to do what I need to do. And as a black woman, receive the credibility I need without Mm -hmm. limitations in the field of nutrition. I knew I had to get my RD. And so I started doing research about, okay, what can I do? as a full, you know, what can I do as someone who's going to transition to another career field, you know, next year, what can I do? So I started researching programs and I came across University of Alabama Mm -hmm. and I saw that they were one of the very, I think one of the two schools that has an online program where you can do the DPP courses that they don't do intern placement, but you do, you do the, you know, you get the verification statement. And so I'm like, okay. So I found them and I'm like, okay, yes. Okay. Okay. And so um, I started getting everything ready for that, looking at the classes that I had. And I'm like, oh, all I need is the science classes. And so I had learned that they would let you start the nutrition classes, but you could only take so many without having those science classes, like the Mm -hmm. anatomy one, the anatomy two, the micro and the chemistry classes. And so I said, okay. I said, in 2021, I'm going to start taking my science classes. So one, I took micro that fall. And then, um, oh, let me back up a little bit. I uh, resigned from my job as an adjuster that July. And then I started working as a counselor full time. And then I started working a second job as a behavioral uh, coach where I coach people through lifestyle modifications. It's a program that's covered by their insurance. And I help them with like lifestyle changes or if they need help distressing, um, strategics, problem solving, anything involving behavioral change. So you don't let grass grow under your feet at all. (laughs) (laughs) You move and move and move, but you make like, what I like about listening to you is there's this passion that you have for health and wellness and a quality lifestyle. And it's like, you're chasing this. How do I do this? How do I get it? And I love what you said about recognizing that to be seen as a force and an expert even with everything else that you had, you knew you needed that RDN credential to to get where you wanted to go. Absolutely, Daniel. You're absolutely right. And I knew that. You're right. And I said, okay, what am I going to do? I know I have to get this. So <laughs> I, I said, okay, so I'm going to start the micro. I am taking anatomy two because I already had one. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to have to retake one. I'm like, I have a lot of information on the human body, I already know how it works. So I'm taking two because I took one years ago when I thought I wanted to be a nursing major when I was when I was going to my two year school, like when I was like 18. Mm-hmm. And so I then um, I'm taking anatomy two and I'm taking chemistry in the summer and then I'm going to take organic in the fall. I'm also taking nutrition classes at UA2. Okay. So I'm taking, so yeah, I'm going to both schools. <laughs> so right now. And so um, I. I, I mean, it, it's 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 a lot and it becomes overwhelming. But I 
it goes back to that moment of just like I tell a lot of my patients, you know, you have to be mindful of your thoughts and our words have power. And I have to remember what I'm doing. I have to remember the road that's ahead of me. So if I find myself getting overwhelmed, I just, you know, I stop, I stop, I take a moment and I'll say, you know what, this is something that I can do. This is something that I am going to do, something that I like to do. I'll write my name and I'll add these credentials and I'll just keep doing it over and over on a piece of paper. <laughs> and that's the same thing I did before I sat for my board exam with yep. ACLM. And I'll just write it. And I'm like, this is what I'm going to do. And I'll tell myself this in the mirror. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be board certified lifestyle medicine professional. I did that. I'm going to get my registered dietitian. I'm going to do this. So those are the things that I tell myself to keep myself encouraged. And um, I mean, because it does, it gets hard. And working yeah. both of my jobs and I do a lot of like other stuff too, like community things and it gets overwhelming and um also just to mention something else i i'm a physician's committee of responsible medicine they have a food for life instructor and i found out about i didn't even know they had something like this so this is how divine it's like it fell in my lap i got an email pcrm i'm subscribed to their newsletter it said the application for the food for life instructor was getting ready to close i'm like what is what is that so <laughs> i go look at it and i'm like okay and they said they was given a scholarship that you could apply. I said, scholarship? What? For this? So I applied for it. And it was it took me like seven hours to do it. I said seven hours. And the <laughs> application was due the next day. I didn't even know what it was. I had never heard of it. It was just I was going through my email and I saw it. And it said in the application process that you had to um, complete a video of you um, speak talking about a recipe that you had already made so you already you make the recipe then you do the video explaining how you prepared it so I was like okay so I did that and I was like I hope they you know reach out to me and so basically it was a scholarship you could apply for the scholarship to do the class and they would give you seed money but you had to be like in a black or brown community you had to be black or brown or or in a community where it's like a food desert and this is a food desert so mm -hmm. I said, and I'm black, of course. And so I said, okay. So I applied for it. And then like the next week I heard back from them. I got an email saying they wanted to interview me, that I had been chosen for interview. And I was like, yes. So then we interviewed. It was one interview. And then we did another interview. And so then they said, we'll be back with, let you know. And so the next day I got an email saying that I had been chosen for the scholarship and also they were going to give me $2,500 seed money once I got done I was like the start of my cooking classes mm -hmm. and so I was like oh my goodness so I went through the training with PCRM Physicians Committee of Responsible Medicine their food for life um training and it was absolutely phenomenal my first class next month actually on the 27th thank you and it was I'm just like, wow. So it was an amazing opportunity. And they have RDs there um, that are plant-based RDs. So it was just amazing that there are all these different organizations out there that are willing to support, you know, RDs. And, and, and you know, we know how needed RDs are. And especially it needs to be more diversified. So I'm really excited about that and the opportunity. Yeah, so that was something that stuck out to me also, because before I bring anyone on um, the show to interview, I always have them email me, uh, like, their story and their background. And I knew this month I wanted Black dietetic students, Black dietetic interns, you know. Um, but in your letter, 
you mentioned that you'd only met a few Black registered dietitians, and then that inspired you more to pursue this path. And when you did your research, you found that less than 2.7% of RDs were Black. And how could this be as far as like Black and brown people's health is suffering? And, you know, like, can you talk about Mm -hmm. that and how you feel about that? Absolutely. So, you know, Danielle, that is so disheartening to me. And it, it holds a very special place in my heart. And that's something when I did the interview with PCRM, I explained that to her. I said that, you know, my race is the race that's dying the most. Um, it's not an it's 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 not diversified. There there's no it's not enough, you know, black and brown people that are actually teaching evidence-based nutrition teaching is really about prevention the field of nutrition is not really respected as it should be and so I talked about that and told her how that made me feel and she asked me how did I feel I could make a difference and I said I feel that I can make a difference because number one I am black number one I am relatable I'm from the south I didn't always eat the way that I eat I have not always been plant-based so Mm -hmm. this is not something that I've always done you know I didn't grow up this way and so I understand, you know, changing your relationship with food. I understand how, you know, in certain areas, in, you know, not the nicest areas, you know, the quote unquote hood, we understand how those areas have not the nicest grocery stores, you know, the mm-hmm. old produce, the produce that's already rotten that they're putting out for people to buy. It goes back to that, you know, the lack of, again, black and brown healthcare providers that are not relatable it's like how can there's a huge issue with how can you really tell me about my culture how do you really understand if you've never experienced it you can't so I think it's it's very important for one to be very competent in culture you'll never you'll, you'll never be cultural competency you'll never know everything about another culture but you really right. need to know that it's so important and people will say well I, I don't see color I treat everyone the same and unfortunately that's great that sounds good but you can't treat everyone the same because we're not the same we come from different backgrounds and you have to understand that when you're talking about really helping people to be able to change their behaviors their behaviors with food so that's something that you really have to understand. And so um, I, I just feel that it's definitely needed. We need to, it needs to be more funding, number one, for people going in the field of nutrition. I know where I am, you can go to the career center and they will pay for you to get a nursing degree. They will pay for you a nursing oh. degree. Yes, at the they will pay here. They will pay for you to get a nurse. They will pay for you to go to school for barbering. They will pay for you to get your CDL. Well, why won't you pay for me to go to school to be an RD? Because, I mean, medicine has its place. Absolutely. But we are lacking with chronic conditions. When people are going to the hospital, you're going for an emergency situation. Absolutely. But most people are too going for chronic conditions. They're not getting any education on evidence-based nutrition. They're getting medication. That's what they're getting. Even I used to work at a community health center. So many people are coming there. They got diabetes. They have arthritis. They have severe inflammation. They have all these things going on. No one is educating them about really changing 
there about lifestyle modifications. It's just, oh, let me just, what's going on? UTI, let me just write you a prescription for Bactrim. Oh, pain, write you a prescription for Tramadol. I mean, but what else mm-hmm. is it? We're not addressing the root cause. Yeah, and what I heard, what I hear you talking about as far as nutrition and the, and the Black and Brown community is access, <laughs> number one, mm-hmm. because many of these communities are located in the same locations that food deserts are located. Mm-hmm. So I know what you're saying, like it's not quality produce or good choices, attractive choices even that people would want to spend the dollars that they do have on and also prevention because we're not going to the doctor because we're worried about, you know, like um, basic needs Mm -hmm. as far as like having a job, having Mm -hmm. shelter, having food, but we're not going to take care of things that could have been prevented until we're hurting or there is no other choice. So I love what you're talking about. Access and prevention really to me are foundational and a key when we're dealing with health. Yes, absolutely. It's it's so important. We have to we have to change the narrative and and it's definitely something that's needed. Um, there's a lot of too mistrust with the medical mm-hmm, system mm-hmm. with, you know, with people. I have so many patients at my contracting job and I, I just coach them and I have so many patients that I'm helping to have diabetes. Most of them have diabetes or most of them have, um, some of them have what we call polyneuropathy, meaning they have poly- neuropathy all over their body in many places. Yeah. And mm-hmm. a lot of them have, you know, cardiovascular disease. A lot of them have coronary artery disease. I mean, a lot of them are suffering with depression. And my first question is, you know, inflammation. Well, what are you eating? And have you talked to your doctor about getting your registered dietitian? Oh, well, I have a registered dietitian. And my mind is like, you have, you have a registered dietitian and you're, I mean, it's a disconnect there somewhere. So yeah. it goes there. And then too, it's like some of them are like, no, I never thought about that. Or, mm-hmm. oh no, I didn't, you know, and I have patients that, you know, have, diabetes too and they're concerned about their diabetes management they want to get off the diabetes medication they don't have the support from Mm -hmm. their medical team and they Angelia I don't feel like they really care I feel like I'm being rushed I I feel like and these are people that are elderly in their 60s 70s and 80s I don't feel like they're I don't feel like I'm being supported and I'm saying well hey extra talk to your doctor ask them about a referral for an RD and they've done it like wow I never even thought to do that and I said you know, one that specifically specializes in diabetes management. And they're like, Angela, I really want to work on getting off of my diabetes medication. These are their exact words. Like, yeah. what else is it can I do? I'm tired of prepping my finger. What else is it yeah. can I do? And- See, I feel like, and I've said this to so many people, when I become credentialed, one of the goals that I have is to get people to, like you say, change the narrative when it comes to a number of things, but one of them, medical team, because many of us, yes, we have our primary care for sure. We have any specialists that might deal with like your ENT or, or whatever, but I never hear people say they have their registered dietitian. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but nine times out of 10, you have insurance that covers some visits with a registered dietitian where you wouldn't be coming out of your pocket at all. Like it's already a part of your insurance. Why are we, one, not informing people about 
what they're paying a premium for. And even if you have like a state medical, you could probably see a registered dietitian before something becomes chronic, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I really want that to change. I want you to have an RDN on deck, just like you have a primary care on deck. Mm-hmm. I just want it to be normalized. That's all. I I definitely agree with you, Danielle. It needs to be normalized. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Ooh, okay. So that was a mouthful. You have done so much and classes and education and information and travel all on your own before getting to this point where you started your DPD program and you are doing that program part-time, correct? Yes, I'm only doing um, six hours. Well, I'm doing three hours right now because I'm taking a class. I'm taking anatomy too. So I'm just doing three classes at Alabama. Still, yeah, three classes at, one class at Alabama. I'm sorry, a three credit hour class and then a science class. So yeah, but I'm going to take six. I'm just trying to, I don't want to take too many with the science yeah. class. And you can only take so many anyway until you finish like all the science classes. You can, you're limited to what you actually take. And I'm trying to, get ahead so I'm like let me just take a nutrition class and when mm-hmm. I find out I can do that and let me take this science class I'm like well, well what can I take and so yeah <laughs> and you know before we started recording we were talking about you know you feeling a little insecure about the time that it would take to finish all of this up and what I uh, was reminded of was this thing I can't remember on whose page I saw it but on Instagram And it said, it's not about the speed, it's about the destination. And you've been chipping away for this for years. And you didn't even know in the beginning that this is what you were trying to do, but look where you're coming. And so another person, your friend, Demetria, as a matter of fact, was the one that also said, go slow, you know, also for your sanity, you've taken a lot on and working full time and taking these classes part-time is no joke. That's, that's a lot. (laughs) So I'm glad that you recognize breathe when you need to breathe, you know, or take a break. You're leaving a position where you said like well-paying, but you were becoming burnt Mm -hmm. out from it. It Mm -hmm. wasn't something that was fueling you. I, I don't think that there's anything to be insecure about at all. So thus far, what has been the most challenging portion of this journey? I would say the time I, even though it's me and I don't have any children or I'm married, it's a lot. Um, the time having to encourage yourself, having people to, Angelia, you still, girl, you've been in school. You, you just, girl, you've been in school forever. You just, girl, what you going to get now? Say <laughs> I'm getting everything. And, you know, people don't mean anymore. Right? They're just you know jokingly, but it's like, oh my god. And people say, when are you gonna get? When will you be done? And I'll just say, a while. You know. Well, do you know when? A while. You know. <laughs> I'll get done when I'm done. <laughs> you know, because it's just, and I say I'm not really worried about. It. I know I'm gonna get done. Yeah. You know. And so people don't really understand. It is very time consuming. Like I said, I work two jobs, and my jobs are. Me- I'm a I work at a. I'm work. I'm a counselor full time, and then I do I do sessions when I get off too for my contracting job, where I, I'm talking to people all day about mm-hmm. you know talking to people about behavior, behavior changes, and then doing you know psychotherapy with people in the daytime. So it's 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 a lot, 
you know, it, it's, it can become a lot, but I yeah. feel that that was, that would be the most challenging, just the time and just staying motivated and staying disciplined. But I would say this, that it is, I have to, everything that I'm doing, I would say is not in vain. And I realize that now mm-hmm. because the counseling goes hand in hand. Yes, it does. With nutrition. Okay, it goes, it's hand in hand. And then me having the opportunity to coach people. I'm like, I've been coaching people for the longest, even before I got this job, because people are reaching out to me on social media or people that I know, like, hey, Angelia, they think I'm like this. They like you, you're like an expert to me. They're asking me all these questions and I'm able to answer all their questions. And um, yeah, so it's like, um, I'm like, wow. So I'm like, I'm, I'm getting the experience too with my, you know, with counseling, you know, with understanding assessing a person's readiness for change because that's yep. what nutrition do what are you ready to change and cbt and then motivational interviewing and then mindfulness mindful eating it all goes hand in hand and so really being able to i think use all of that and just apply that too with the nutrition aspect of it too has been very rewarding and very helpful yeah your degrees are are perfect for what you're doing now so you have a master's in psychology and counseling and when I saw that the first thing I was thinking about was like eating disorders and um, trauma-informed nutrition and and like the choices and just motivational interviewing and and disordered eating and all types of stuff I can see it I can see you really being able to sit down with somebody and understand what's going on with them individually to help them create a strategy to become a more healthy person on their terms. You got yeah. everything you need. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank yeah, you. No, nah, it's going to work out. It is. I would just say stay the course just like you've been doing. It's going to work out well. We need you. Thank you. We need you too. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, and, and they're going to get me too shortly. <laughs> So what has been the most surprising portion of your journey? <sighs> the most surprising journey, oh, I would say the support. Um, the support has been, the support, of course, from people that don't really know me has mm-hmm. been, that has been, I would say, the most surprising journey that I'm even still here. I mean, I can't even still believe I'm plant-based. I mean, I'm just like, wow, you know, it's just like, wow. <laughs> Yeah. So it's definitely what I'm saying. It's what I'm saying. It's, this is for all for someone else. It's not for me. I like to say it's not for me. Our personal journeys are most of the time for other people, and we go through things mm-hmm. to for other people. <laughs> we go through things so that we can we can help other people. We can be a vessel to help other people. And so, I mean, it's I would say the support. Um, just and I'm going to give you an example. People may not like what you post on social media. They may not interact you interact with you, but they'll message you. And I have people do me like that mm-hmm. all the time. And yep. um, like it, it blew me away. I had someone reach out to me um about three weeks ago. I don't even know her. I didn't even know we we're friends. And she messaged me and said, Hey, Julie, I work at the health department. I um want to know is it okay if I give my director your contact information? We're having our annual training at the health department and we're looking for guest speakers. And I said, Ooh. oh wow, yeah, thank you for thinking of me. Right. Yeah. And so I gave her my contact information and I got an email 
from the executive director's assistant. And she basically said, you were highly recommended by one of our workers. And we're looking for guest speakers to do our annual training on health and wellness in on uh, April 29th. And um, it will be 500 people. You would do a presentation for 30 to 40 minutes. If you're interested, let me know what your quote would be. What? So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. Let's like, go. Yes, yeah, so I'm like, wow, why, people that I, this girl doesn't mm-hmm. know me from the man in the moon, but the fact that she said I watch what you post, and anytime I do something, Danielle, I don't do it to brag or boast. Anytime I get like a credential or I finish something, I post it because that's people right. that follow me, they want to know what you're doing, and so that's a prime example of how you know people are you know, looking to you for information, you know, they're reaching out to you to do different things. So that's a prime example of how that worked together perfectly. And I was like, oh my God, yes. And so she was like, we'll get back, to, we, we talked and she's like, we'll get back to you on the 28th and let you know, you know, I was like, okay. So I sent her the information and we talked and I was like, oh wow, like 500 people. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, so yeah. So it's just, I would say the support has been amazing. That's awesome. Again, your name is being spoken in rooms that you haven't even stepped into yet. And it's it happens all the time. Stay the course. So what is your plan once you finish everything that you're doing? Because you're doing a lot. But once <laughs> you get that RDN credential to then attach it to the degree in psychology and the degree in counseling, like what? What do you see for yourself after that? My, so I have a company, Divine Holistic Wellness and Holistic is spelled with the W. My purpose, Danielle, is I want to go in private practice for myself. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. really desire to do clinical. I want to go in private practice with myself. And my purpose is to promote healing, health, and wellness. One person, one family, and one community at a time. And Come so, on, pitch. You got <laughs> the pitch ready. I love it. Let's go. And so while I'm still in Alabama, I know that I want, because I've lived in several different places, especially doing insurance. I actually just got back here two years ago. But I know that um, while I'm here, you know, with the use of evidence-based nutrition, you know, I really hope, Danielle, to facilitate change in Alabama's health status. So I really want to be able to empower, I'm sorry, empower, <laughs> empower um, individuals and their families to basically lead a healthy lifestyle. I want them to lead, live and lead a healthy lifestyle free of preventative chronic diseases. So I really want to be able to do that. I want to focus on weight loss, specifically cardiovascular disease. It's the number one killer, as we know, of, mm-hmm. of, of, of black women. And it's something that's preventable. You know, yes. and coronary artery disease is the most common type of cardiovascular disease. And it's like, it's what you're eating. And so educating people on, hey, we don't, you don't have to change the culture, but let's change your, let's work on changing your relationship with food, how you're viewing the food. Let's work on that and really show you how to make these healthy plant-based, these plant-centered meals that you can still eat and still enjoy, but for them to be healthy for you and not be detrimental to your health. And I also want to get into I love like agriculture. So really being able to teach people how to be sustainable, you know, how to grow your own food, how easy it is for you to grow microgreens in your kitchen, how easy it is for you to grow sprouts. 
um, as well. So that's kind of what I want to do. Really, really, really focus on prevention and those who have chronic diseases really focus on too, hey, what can we do to help you and work as a collaborative team with your doctors so that, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. you can reverse the disease if that's something you desire to do. I was going to ask you something else, but you locked all of that up real quick in that one <laughs> pitch and statement. And I'm like, somebody give this lady some money. So she all of this because <laughs> you are knocking it out of the park as far as I'm concerned. So because of your life experience and your hustle and the way that you follow your passion, what three tips would you offer people that to take this journey I would say number one save your money (laughs) save (laughs) as much money as you can because it's a struggle it's hard Mm -hmm. I would say save your money I would also say um really reach out to someone who may be on the path on that path that you're looking to go down reach out to people I've reached out to I don't mind reaching out I reach out to a lot of people and a lot of dietitians and ask a lot of questions um so reach out to people um you know it's community you need support so reach out to people like-minded people that are going to understand because everyone is not going to understand and it's okay to understand everybody some people can't see what you can see and that's okay that's okay. Yeah. But yeah. reach out to um, other people that are on the path that you're trying to go on. What else would I say? I would also say research programs as far as like if you needed to go part time, if you needed to do online, like UA, they have a very affordable program. It's mm-hmm. online. So it's designed over like 40% of the people in the program. They're, this is like their second career. This is second career. So okay. this inspiring and also most of them work so really take you know like almost half of the people in the program Mm -hmm. you know I would say that and I would say too I know it's more than three but (laughs) once you get it in your mind like just do it like if it's something you want to do and you have prayed or meditate on whatever that looks like for you and you've made up your mind then I would say do it. Don't second guess yourself. If it's on your heart, if you feel led to do it and it's something you're very passionate about, I would say go for it. I encourage you to do it. I love it. I love it. And and all of those can be executed. It's just really about following the passion, believing in yourself and just stay as consistent as you can. One thing you did say, the number one tip was save your money. Yes. I co I signed that. So this is not a joke. <laughs> and like you said, save your, like, like, like Danielle said, consistency. That's another thing. Consistency. I had someone say, Angelia, you know, you've been talking about this plant-based stuff for like five years. So people, we, we look at you as like an expert. Like, I've been consistent. I'll talk about it every day on the post. I don't care. I got to start doing videos, but every day I'm talking about it. I'm going to make every day. I'm going to talk about something, you know. <laughs> and, and clearly people see it and they're paying attention. Even if they don't say anything, mm-hmm. they're hearing what you have to say. So, yes, stay consistent because once you finish and you open that, that private practice, you're going to have people like you're going to have a wait list from the door. Thank you. You're welcome. Question. 
Is there anything that I haven't asked you or anything that you would like to raise or highlight to share with the 40-something and interning podcast audience? Um, I would just say that I would like to just encourage anyone that may be listening to this podcast. First of all, thank you, Danielle, for creating this platform. Um, and it's like, I feel like things are so divine and it was just right on time because it's definitely needed. And I would say that if you are, uh, I would just say this, my goal is to help everyone, but my main focus and emphasis is going to be on the black community because I feel like we need it. Um, we need it more than others and we need more people like myself and Danielle and other, you know, RD to be to really be able to advocate on our behalf so I encourage you you know to do it um I encourage you to reach out to people who are on the same path as you um this is so near and dear to me because I know how much is needed I know how much is needed and I know how much the what is on your plate can change your life and so I feel that it needs to be more diversified we need more blacks in the field of nutrition there is a huge red flag that over many years is still staying there I mean why is that why is no one advocating and telling people about this field like why is why is it only 2.7 percent and that's just a question I have so many questions Mm -hmm. and why are we the ones being the most affected so it's just it's so many questions that May not make, may never get answers to, but I definitely want to do my part. And I feel like it's a duty of mine. Like I have to get the RD. It's no, it's not an option. I have to, I I got to do it. And Mm -hmm. so it's not an option. It's not negotiable. I have to do it. So I want to encourage you to do it. I mean, take, you know, I, I like to say progress over perfection. Take your time. If it takes you a little long, that's okay. I mean, I'm, I'll be 32 in June and I'm, I'm going after it. I'm going after it, and I know it's, it's still I still have a ways, but it's 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 coming. And also, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm on Facebook too, <laughs> and you can message me. I try to message everyone back that messages me. Um, but on Facebook, it's Angelia Dickinson, and then on Instagram, it's Leah, and that's. L-I-A-A-A, so it's three A's, and then the T-H-E vegan, V-E-G-A-N. And so you can follow me, connect. I love connecting with people. Um, I've connected with a lot of RD2Bs, and we just talk about a lot of different things, even people that are already currently registered dietitians. So please, 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 whatever you do, we need more RDs. When I hear people say, I'm thinking about doing I'm like, do it. You know, do it. Find <laughs> out what you need to do. Hey, Look at UA. I tell people, especially people here, oh, well, look at UA. They have a program. You can do this program. <laughs> you got to take these classes. <laughs> this is what you need to do. So, you know, just, I mean, just do it. It's, we need it. Absolutely. So thank you so much, Angelia, for coming on and basically saving me from talking this week because I did not want to. And <laughs> you had quite a story that I felt people could benefit from you know or at least at the very least be inspired by and don't worry if you didn't catch her social media accounts at least the spelling of them I'm going to list those in the show notes 
And I think that's it for this week. I really enjoyed you. Thank you for taking the time, Angelia. Okay. Thank you so much, Danielle, for having me. Oh, no problem. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you.